This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. How you doing? Welcome to this special extra interview. Thank you very much for downloading it with the British light heavyweight champion, Hosea Burton. First time I've met him. Thoroughly top guy. I think you're going to like him. He has his say on being overlooked as an amateur. I was winning championship after championship and I wasn't even getting... I wasn't even getting to go on England assessments. We talk about one of his stable mates, Anthony Crawler, saving his career. So I'm thinking, what what is what is this about? Like, what what am I being a boxer for? I'm not getting paid out of it. It's not like I'm getting any money. Mm. Um, so I came into the gym and I said to Anthony, I said, I think I'm going to pack it in. I said, this is my last day. And he looked at me like he was like he was going to cry. Like, and of course, you know that Hosea is related to Tyson Fury. They are cousins. Hosea has his say on Tyson's current situation. No, Tyson. Tyson's like he's just a big bum now. That's what everyone call him. That well, no, that's what everyone calls him. But no, really, he is the best fighter in the world. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes Store. Welcome to the show, Jose Burton. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good, thanks. Look at you, so relaxed. It's fight week. Every time I see you on the TV or listening to you being interviewed, you're so chilled, man. Is this just just you naturally? This is me. Yeah, I'm just um, quite a happy lad. <laughs> Well, why not be happy, mate? 18 and 0, 19 and 0 at weekend, that's the plan. Yeah, that's it. 19 and 0 with uh, 10 knockouts, it's going to be. Oh, mate, and five on the spin, five stoppages yeah. on the spin. That's some yeah. serious uh, record to be uh, to be boasting about. We're going to talk amateurs, we're going to talk about how we've got to this point where we're at right now. But let's first of all, most fans will be wanting to know about Saturday because that's what we bought our tickets for. We're all excited about seeing you in action against Frank Bullione. Everybody's talking about this, you know. It's the fight of the night, mate. Everybody's billing this particular fight as the fight of the night. Are you hearing this? Are you seeing this on I, social I, media and stuff? I've heard it off a few people, yes, that they're saying uh, this is the fight that they're most excited to see. Obviously, they're excited to see Big AJ, but other than him, he, I'm, I'm the man. Like You are the man, mate. Do you, do, do you think this? the reason for this is, one, you're British Light Heavyweight Champion. They've Obviously, they're familiar with Frank with what happened with uh, uh, Fedor Chudinov earlier on, but that was at a different weight category. Do you think that's where the interest is coming from? Because he's he's stepping up in weight to, to challenge you for the British belt? Yes. See, he's fought for a for a world title before. Hmm. I know he fell short, but it's 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 me who's the champion, but it's me who's stepping up. So so the saying. But um I think I think he's uh, I think he's stepping out of his league by moving up. I think a lot of people haven't taken into consideration being natural at light heavyweight. It's it's a lot to grow into that weight, isn't it? You know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen some we've seen some big boys recently competing at this weight. It's a co- very competitive weight on on the world scene. We've seen the pound for pound uh, fight a couple of weeks ago, haven't we? With yeah. the likes of Kovalev and Ward and what have you. But to step up and to challenge for the British belt against the guy that's naturally a light heavyweight that's a big challenge for him. So I'm surprised that a lot of people are saying that it's that this is that you're the underdog going into this fight. Yeah, well, a good biggin' always beats a good littlin', and I am the naturally... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I am the naturally bigger man. So, for him to put that false weight on, he's putting false weight on, mind you. He, he's walking around um, naturally half a stone lighter than me. Yeah. So, me losing this stone, he will only be having to lose half stone. In fact, he's actually putting weight on. He had to put muscle on yeah. to, to get to this weight. So, the power's going to tell. Um, he's... he's He's known for for having quite a good engine, quite a bit of stamina. But carrying that extra weight, 
how's his stamina going to be? I don't think it's going to be as good as when he was lighter. Well, we find that in a lot of fights. When people do step up in weight, as the fights do progress, when you get to what we class as championship rounds, that's when they start to struggle. That's when the na- the guy that's naturally at that weight starts to take over the fight. Do you even... Yeah, but it, it, we're talking about championship rounds. Do you see it getting that far? No. I see it going four rounds, me personally. Um, people say I'm a slow starter and some people say I'm a slow finisher. I don't know how that works. Am I, am I, am I good from four to four eight? Four to eight, is that four what Four to eight, yeah. That, that's, that's the only chance you've got of doing me. Do me early or do me late, but, you know, yeah, I think, um, I think four rounds. Personally. Just, do, do you look at it, with everything that's going on with him, he has challenged for a world title, even at a different weight, do you still look at this, though, as your toughest challenge to date in your career? It is my toughest challenge. Um, he's the biggest name. I don't know about toughest challenge. Hmm. Shout, good um, shout. He's the biggest name. So, well, that's really, yeah. He's... Do you see it then, because people associate him with challenging at world level, do you see this an opportunity for you to show that you're at world level? I do, yeah. I think, I think with with this this win I'm going to have on the weekend, it will um, it will make me more more known to the general public. You know, he's he's a bit of a household name. Mm. Lots of people know Frank Buglione. Not a lot of people know me. Um, even though I'm the champion, I, I've still got a lot of proving. You know, not a lot of people see me box. Mm. I'm usually on quite early. Mm. Um, does that frustrate you, mate? It does frustrate me. A little bit, but um, you know everything comes to you in the end. Mm. Look, this is this is not the end. This is only the beginning, um, and it's starting to come to me now. So you've had that. You've had that a lot, though. Like, even in your amateurs, I remember like when you won uh, the world title. You know what I mean? At, at amateur level, the, 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 it didn't seem to. Yeah, it, was, every, it, it didn't was seem the, that everybody was it, going. It was the ABAs. Yeah, I yeah. Won and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't even get on the GB team. In fact, Frank Bugley only had. The spot on the GB team when I won the ABAs. He what year was that? Was that Olympic year? Was it 2012? I'm trying to think when it were. I'm not sure if it was 2000 and 2009, 10. All right, okay. So it's a little bit earlier than Olympic time. Yeah, but he he was on the GB team. He was on the GB setup for quite for quite a while, and I was winning championship after championship, and I wasn't even getting I wasn't even getting to go on them England assessments. Um, Did anybody tell you why? Not really. No, they already had. Oh, one one of them was um, I never had enough international experience. But uh, how how am I going to have enough international experience if you don't pick me? Yeah, there was, used to be a lad called Carl Kirkham. He was on the GB team before Frank Buglioni. Yeah, yeah. I beat Frank. Uh, I beat um, Carl Kirkham seventeen two. So I give him a bit of a beating. Really, um, he's a nice lad now. Anyway, but. Um, but even so, that must be frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. You're doing your talking in the ring. I mean, maybe that's what it is because you're a softly spoken guy, polite guy, quite quiet away from the ring. You know what I mean? You don't see yeah. you don't see your bad mouth in anybody. Maybe that's what it is because you're not making silly making noise outside. Noise, yeah, yeah you know, maybe, maybe. because that noise isn't there. You do your talking in the ring. People just go, "All oh, right, yeah, he's, he's oh, yeah, he's a good fighter," but the, the, you're going under the radar. Yeah, well, it could be, it could be. Because I'm quite, quite, quite outside of the ring. I'm not a big mouth. I'm not, um, not one for calling people out and bad mouthing them and all that so mm. just quite pleasant lad mate carry on doing what you're doing man because it like you've, i think you've hit it on the head it all comes in the end all right some get it a lot quicker than others but if you're doing the talking in the ring which you're doing 
like you say, 18 and all, 19 and all a weekend. You've just talked about knockouts. That's what people are into, aren't they? They want yeah. to see light heavyweights, cruiserweights, heavyweights. They want to see people knocking people out. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're paying our money for. And you're doing it. This at the weekend could be five on the spin. That's, for me, is enough chat. You know what I mean? You don't need to do any of these type of interviews. You do yeah. your talking with your fists. Well, <laughs> you're nodding away, but that that is right, though, isn't it? I mean, all right, sometimes it doesn't work like that, but that's surely how it should be working. That should be it, yeah. If you're a boxer, you should be a good boxer. You know, if you're a good footballer, you should be a good footballer. It's not what you do outside the ring or outside the pitch. Mm. You know, you've got to be good at what you do. I'm not getting paid to be a talker. Talk to me about, then, the talent that's in this light heavyweight division, because I mentioned a little earlier, world level, it's top class, right? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute because I'm sure your ambitions are there. But let's talk about British and domestic level. Where do you see yourself? Because you're the British champion, yeah? Yeah. Everybody's, I mean, even the, there's noise about Anthony Yard, for example. There's noise about Jake Ball, people like that, you know. Where do you see them in the mix? Are, are you light years ahead? Where do you see it all? I am two years ahead of those. I am, I, my opinion and a fair few people, other people's opinions, I am the best in Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the belt don't lie, mate. Lonsdale, yeah. <laughs> Lonsdale belt don't lie. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, for me, not blowing my own trumpet, but I do think I'm the best in Britain. Those lads, not bad lads, can, can box, can fight, um, but they're a couple of years behind me. Um, one and two is me and Callum Johnson. Shout, yeah. Um, he's a stable mate of mine. He's a very nice lad. Can fight. So I think... If any of them want to challenge me, they can challenge me. I'm more than there. I love to give them a chance. You see, that's another thing that comes across from you, that I don't know whether this comes from your upbringing or whatever it may be, but there seems to be, yeah, I'll fight the drop of the hat. doesn't matter who it is, I'll fight the drop of the hat. You've mentioned, obviously, your stablemate there, Callum, and I know that you've got pals that you've grown up with that are in this weight class, but everybody else seems to be fair game, and you'd fight them at a week's notice. Yeah, well, I I told Eddie... um, Bob Adjusef, you know, he his opponent couldn't get his visa. Yeah. And I boxed that night. and This he, was a week after, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I boxed a week before and then Bob Adjusef's opponent couldn't get a visa. And um, I said, well, I'll box him, Eddie. I said, I'll fight him. It was a week week's notice to fight for the British Light Heavyweight title. Yeah, yeah. And he looked at me a bit strange, like, are you being serious? And of course I was being serious. I'm fit, you know? If I'm fit, I'll fight. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not fit, well then... You know, I won't fight, but... He didn't fancy it, though, did he? Did he, did he no, it was offered he, to him, though, wasn't he, it? He needed more time to prepare for me. Well, that says all you need to say about you, your technique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if he, if he, if he fancied you, he'd, take it, he'd, he'd have took the fight, yeah, wouldn't he? You're obviously, you're, he obviously thinks that you're a, a, an acute boxer. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a spar once before. Um, and we don't need to must, say about it, do we? No, that's it, <laughs> you know? Where do you see yourself, then, in comparison to... Nathan Cleverly, because he's obviously just bagged himself a world title there. Um, and I've no doubt you've got aspirations to get yourself on that level at some point. Nathan Cleverly is a brilliant boxer, two times world champion. Yep. Um, I'd love to share the ring with him. Um, I don't see him as a massive threat. He Obviously, I'm not taking nothing away from him. He just beat a very good world champion. But can I beat Nathan Cleverly? I do think I can, yeah. So we're not talking... In a year, two years, you believe that you're at that level now. When, whenever, whenever I get the opportunity, the fight will. I would love it, love it to happen. Um, could could be six months, could be twelve months, could mm-hmm. be it could be in two months. I don't, I, you know, I don't really care. Talk to me about 2016, man, because you become light heavyweight champion. 
Mm-hmm. I've no doubt every every British boxer tells me this. We want to win the Lonsdale belt outright, yeah? Yeah. Now, for people that are listening that don't know about this, three defences, you get to take it on and stick yeah. it on your mantelpiece. Simple yeah. as that, yeah? Um, and it's, it's been a bit stop-start. You should have been, obviously, in Liverpool on the bell, you on the card with Tony Dodson. Injuries yeah. there. I mean, this fight with Frank that's happening at the weekend could have happened on the crawler Linares undercard. Yeah. Yeah. So, in effect, this fight could be that third defence, couldn't it? This it, could be the one where you're taking the belt on. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. So, it has been frustrating. It's been so frustrating this year. Um, I, won, I won the belt on when I had the flu. So, that was a big task. Mm. Um, and then, when I got in good form and I felt really good, things just kept falling apart, like like Tony Dodson. He snapped his Achilles tendon, so that was a genuine bad. Yeah, we're a nasty one, though, yeah, wasn't it? Bad injury, but um, we tried to we tried to get somebody else in, somebody in the top ten. Yeah, for a for for a voluntary, nobody would take it. Then when Frank pulled out with five weeks to the fight, um, we offered everybody in the top ten. We even offered Miles Shinquin the the shot again, and nobody wanted to take it. Five weeks notice. I, I would fight anybody in five weeks notice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think if you're worth your salt and you're in the top ten of the British light heavyweights, yeah. five weeks is more than enough. Of course it is. If you're if you're a proper professional, you keep yourself fit all year round, mm. or within three weeks, yeah, you can be you can be as fit as you need to be. Yeah, yeah. So we offered everyone the the chance with five weeks to go, and nobody took it. So talk to me about the mental aspects of that then, because that's frustrating. You probably had in your head when you won the mm. lights out, right? Okay, I'll have my belt sorted for Christmas. That'll be on the mantelpiece, and then maybe twenty seventeen, I'll be kicking on towards world titles. Yeah, well, it must get you must play on your mind a bit. Yeah, it get a you down blow, and stuff. Yeah, well, it's a big blow, but then I'm thinking as well at the same time, it gets you down. But when you just have a little look across the room and you see your belt, you think, well, there is something to train for because. Nobody's taken it off me, mm. you know. No, I've got to fight before someone can take it off me mm-hmm. or give them a chance to take it off me. Anyway, but um, it's a good-looking belt, isn't it? It is. It is one of the nicest-looking belts in boxing. I think. When when you started out, was that the aim? I want a Lonsdale. I want one of them. Do you know? Yeah, I always did want a Lonsdale. There's a couple of things you want in boxing. You want to go to the Olympics and you want to win a gold medal. Sound yeah. Right. So we crossed that one off because that one couldn't get picked. <laughs> right. So then you always want to win. The Lord Lonsdale belt, then you want to become a world champion. So I've ticked one one out of the two, and the third one's still a possibility. Not a bad shout out, mate. And like you say, it is the best looking belt. I think everybody agrees that it's the best looking belt. There, there were a story going round, because um, I've interviewed quite a few of your stable mates over, over the years, and there was a story going round that um, at, maybe I think it was at the early point of your professional career that you were thinking of giving it all up, that you were thinking of packing it in. And it was one of your stable mates that you had a little bit of a chat with that said, listen, keep focused and it'll happen. Yeah. Did this happen? Yeah. This happened. This happened actually before I turned professional. So it were after I, the I was an ABAs amateur. and all that? It was a, I was an amateur. It was in the ABAs. Um, I came into the gym one day. I spoke, spoke to Anthony Crawler. And he said, what's up, mate? And I was really, I was depressed. I was really fed up. I was sick of boxing. I didn't. What had happened? What was happening at that point? Were you just not getting a shout like you were talking before? Not getting the credit? I, I w- what yeah, was it? Well, that was it. I, I was the number one in England for two years in a row. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get in the GB team. Couldn't get in the England team. Wasn't getting a look at. And I thought, what, what is this all about? What am I doing it for? Hmm. My mates is going out, having a drink, having a good time, having, you know, just living life. Being lads, yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm going to bed at ten o'clock. I'm up in the morning, going jogging, going to the gym. 
So I'm thinking, what what is what is this about? Like, what what am I being a boxer for? I'm not getting paid out of it. It's not like I'm getting any money. Mm. Um, so I came into the gym and I said to Anthony, I said, I'm think I'm gonna pack it in. I said, this is my last day, and he looked at me like he was like he was gonna cry, like he was. He he could tell what I was feeling. At what point was it, where, where was Anthony in his career then? He wasn't world champion then, was he? I think he was the British champion. He was British champion. He was the British champion. Yeah, yeah. Well, it might have been just before he fought for the British title. Right, okay. Um, but he said, mate, he said, would you just do me one favour? He said, just go pro, he said, and just have one crack at it. I said, well, all right then. I said, you know, and I, I, want, I, I needed someone to, to give me that little boost because you don't... You, Sometimes boxing's a hard sport, and sometimes lonely sport. Sometimes there. you need the the pat on the back and the the arm around your shoulder, you know, than than the boot up the backside, really. Mm. So that little bit of nice words, and said just just give it one chance. He said, and if if you don't like it when you're pro, he said, then pack it in. He said, you'll regret it for the rest of your life if you don't. I said, all right then. I said, I'm going to give it last one one chance. Then I told Joe that day, I said, I want to turn pro. And the rest is history. Mate. Yeah. How do you look at that now? Because that's that's a big, significant turning point in your career, isn't it? From once, from nearly walking away mm-hmm. to a mate saying, "Listen, pal, come on, yeah. I believe in you. Let's have a go." Well, I I already had made my mind up on the on the drive to the gym that day that that this was my last day at the gym. I just come to the gym to tell everyone I was packing to in. say goodbye to everybody yeah. in Worthy. And then when he, when he gave me that little bit of um, inspiration, really, isn't it? He just yeah, of course. So I gave it a chance and. Here I am now. Does it help as well? I mean, obviously, that, that I asked where he was in his career at that point just to see about the journey because I love Crawler to bits. I mean, his his journey is ridiculous if we, yeah. if we look at how that he's... Is, yeah, that's some story. Oh, it's a crazy make story. make a movie of him. Absolutely, it's a crazy story. So he says this to you. Before that story happens, mm-hmm. you are obviously in his stable and you're working alongside him on a day-to-day basis. You're seeing his work ethic. You see all the adversities that he's had. That he, he must continue to be inspiring on a day-to-day basis. He is. He, he's he's an unbelievable man. Really, look, he doesn't. He had a broken ankle. He had a fractured head. You know, he's. You <laughs> it's know, crazy when you talk about it, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. and um, he's just he's just a really, really, genuinely nice person. He's a top geezer, man. Top geezer. Um, Somebody's asked me to ask you, how come you've sacked off your Twitter? They loved a little bit of banter with you. You're not using it anymore. No, I'm not. Why? What's happened, man? Has somebody been giving you some great you know what? score? You, you know, with, with Twitter, you, you can get into too many fights and arguments if you wanted to. You know what? I'm not. I'm not into that because people could give me quite a bit of stick, and I could try to give a bit of stick back, but it just get on my nerves. It would play in my mind when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Just keep away from it. I did. Um, for those that don't know, you're Tyson's cousin, yeah? yeah? And before he was world champion, we did an interview with him. And I found it highly amusing, yeah? I mean, the geezer's, what, six foot nine? Yeah. He's built like a brick, you know yeah. what, house. And he was showing me some of the tweets that he received off just, no, no offence to just normal boxing fans, just normal guys on the street, yeah? Not yeah. trained fighters, just normal guys on the street. Some of the trolling, some of the abuse that he received on a day-to-day basis. And I'm thinking to myself, are these people for real, right? We're talking about, at the time he wasn't, but heavyweight champion of the world as if you would make those abusive statements towards that type of geezer just that you would never say it to his face and I've no doubt because of the way the world is you probably got a little bit of that yourself as well people just abusing you for the sake of abusing you well you can get it yeah you you know you, you get your fair bit 
you know, but you just got to... At the start, it used to bounce off Tyson. He used to think it was funny, people giving him all this abuse. It used to just bounce off him. Mm. But after a while, keep getting this abuse, abuse, abuse. If I was Tyson, I'd get rid of Twitter. Yeah. I'd get rid of all social media and keep away from it because it's only negative energy what's getting fired at him. Yeah, right there's, there's, no, there's no positive stuff for Tyson in, in social media because everyone hates him. So if I was him, I'd get rid of all that because at first it was bouncing off of him. But now it's starting to sink in, and now he's getting depressed. Yeah. Now he's he's giving. Mate, mate, I've said up. this. I've said this on the show on many occasions, right? The the media and that has 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 made this happen. So where he's at right this moment in time, that is what has made this happen. He wasn't celebrated the other day. He went into somebody's backyard, back guard, eleven year champion. What many are saying, the best heavyweight champion that we've had in our modern era. And he ripped the belts off him. He outschooled him. Why is nobody talking about that? Why is everybody yeah. talking about other things in other his life? Other things, yeah. He actually beat the best man there was to beat. He beat the best fighter in the world. And what's that? Tyson... Nobody else could do. Nobody no. else did it. No, Tyson. Tyson's like he's just a big bum now. That's what everyone calls him. That well, no, that's what everyone calls him. But no, really, he is the best fighter in the world. So he, he can't get no credit off of social media or, or anything or general public. People who know him actually think he's a nice lad. He's a top guy. But people who don't know him and they just hear stories, well, he's a horrible big giant, isn't he? Well, this is it. and um, Maybe this is the wrong comparison because a lot of people have that opinion of Tony Bellew, for example, right? You see the press conferences and you have this opinion of him. You meet him face to face, top geezer, top family man, really nice lad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just in there to make a few quid for his family and all this type of stuff. And Tyson's exactly the same. You see him in the press conferences, and I can understand people's opinions of like going, right, you dress up as Batman and all this type of stuff. I find it a bit of a laugh. Other people have an opinion. You, you sit in a you room with him. You tune in to watch him, though, Of course you do. He's box office, yeah. Yeah, but nobody likes him other than, look look at Tony Bellew. Every Scouser loves Tony Bellew. Yeah, yeah. Who loves Tyson Fury? I think he has got a lot of fans. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I'm a fan of his, but I understand that it's gone too far. And do you know why I think it's gone too far? I think a people of picked on his, li- his, his life outside of the ring, what we were mm-hmm. talking about before, rather than his achievement in the ring. And that frustrated me because yeah. his achievement in the ring as the heavyweight champion of the world should have been celebrated and it wasn't. What were it? Ten days later, he's being stripped of one of those belts yeah. and then you, all that stuff with the sports personality and all this type of stuff. And you think to yourself, this guy's the heavyweight champion of the world. Mm-hmm. Why are we not celebrating this dude? Why are we talking about his traveller background and all this type of stuff? It's ridiculous. Yeah, they know he's a realist and they ask for his opinions. And... He, he gives his honest opinion. But if his honest opinion is going to offend people, everyone's got their own opinion. Of course. So if they know it's going to offend people, why ask him? You're right, because they're looking because for people, headlines, yeah, mate. People knows what he's what he's going to say before he says it. Yeah. But why ask? No, you, because they're looking for... It sells. It all sells. That's it. You've, you've nailed it there, Jose. That's what they're looking for, mate. You must find that frustrating. I know you're a family member of his, but just as a person that's in the same profession as him, you must find that frustrating. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. When you see stuff like that. Because you've, in a way, experienced it yourself, especially with your amateurs, your success, not getting that credit. It frustrates the hell out of me, mate. But hopefully, hopefully that times will change. He'll get himself right, he'll come back, he'll do it all again, and then hopefully somebody will celebrate it this time. Who knows, eh? Hopefully. Four rounds then at weekend, yeah? Four rounds. If I'm, if I'm putting a few quid on, four rounds, you're telling me? Yeah, inside four. Inside four? Which yeah. hand? It, 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 right hand. Right hand. <laughs> Um, it depends how he comes. It depends if he wants to come in and have a fight. Hopefully he does. If he comes in for four, for, for the first 
four rounds, then we can see a knockout. If he chooses to box and run for a while, it might take me a bit longer. It might take me six rounds. Mate, give the fans something to see. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> It's been a pleasure meeting you, mate. I've heard great things about you from Joe. It's been a pleasure to have you in front of me and have a little bit of a chat. You're a natural at this. Natural at chatting. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.